Welcome back to the kicks only version of the kicks and <clears throat> K. Welcome back to the kicks only version of the kicks fucking. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying today, guys. I'm really jittery. I drank coffee this morning. I never do that. And I just want to fucking jump at the screen. So if I mess shit up today when I'm talking, it's because I got a lot of coffee and I'm just sitting down and there's nothing to do with all this energy that I have. Um, what I was trying to say is welcome to the kicks only version of the Kicks and Giggles podcast. This is the sneakers only show. It's all about kicks. It's usually 30 minutes, 40 minutes, um, and it's just straight sneaker talk. I do predictions. I do uh, in-hand reviews of like shoes that I like that are that came out during that month. Uh, and then we just talked a little bit about my fucking life, what I'm doing with shoes. And actually this month, I've been way more into sneakers. I don't know why, I'm just fucking kind of feeling it again. I have in my room, it's set up where it's like my bed, my TV, and then there's just kind of this empty wall that has the window next to it. Well, the, that the window's on it. Um, the window's on this wall and it's just kind of empty. And then in the corner, I have like my little workout shit. And I used to just stack shoes up against the window. And I remember there were times where like half of the fucking window was just hit and like covered because I had like 50 pairs stacked up and I haven't really done that in a while. And that's when I'm like, like when I'm really reselling a lot and I'm keeping an inventory and moving shit, uh, it just like motivates me because every morning I'll wake up and I look out the window and there's fucking a ton of shoes right there. And I kind of like put them on display a little bit. Um, so this past month, I've been selling a lot lately. I don't know. I don't really know why. I think a lot of people are starting to like finally go back to work and places are opening back up. And because everyone saved money or not really saved, but you didn't spend money for like a good two, three months there because of COVID-19, even though it's still a thing, uh, people are starting to spend money again. So I've been getting a lot of orders, uh, which is awesome. And thank you guys if you've ordered. But while I've been doing all this, I've been getting a lot of retro ones that are like going in and out of my hands. And you guys know that's my favorite silhouette. So I I just started kind of collecting a little bit of of Jordan ones and now it's became a fucking mission. So what started out is like, oh maybe I'll grab those. You know what? I could use a personal pair of those. Now it's like I want every fucking colorway, period. So um <clears throat> I don't know if this is just a phase I'm going through, but as of right now, I got like 15 or like 12 pairs of retro ones. And I'm kind of just trying to start off with like not super high range. Like when there's like a thousand dollar pairs, that's like the UNC patents and the shatter backboards, obviously, and all the collabs, the off-white. I'm not going for those yet because I don't really have money to just fucking have eight $5,000 pairs of shoes. But I've been starting with like five to 600 range pairs. Um, I already have a lot of the cheaper ones, so like I'm not really gonna go for like a double of pine greens or court purples, but and fuck the court purple 2.0s. But I grabbed uh, I grabbed these Baron retro ones, which these are so fucking hard to find dead stock. There's only like four pairs on StockX, and the prices are all over the place because they're like 650 lowest ask, 700, 750, a thousand, but the last sold is 490, so. Um, they're kind of a pair that's meant to sit on because the mar like these aren't in high demand right now, but the Baron ones are easily one of my favorite retro ones because they're just black, gray, and white. They're super clean, and then the laces have that 3M on them. 
And I love the fucking insides. And the story is a little bit cooler because, like, I remember when Michael Jordan was fucking playing bas- uh, baseball. So it's kind of cool. Like, some of these stories I don't fucking understand, and I just kind of give up. But that one's like, oh, yeah, the guy fucking tried to make a thing out of uh, baseball and didn't really do didn't really do a great job. Then I picked up these New York to... Oh, no, these are the L.A. to Shy retro ones. This is the purple and yellow pair, and then... Once, if you like acetone this purple and yellow off, it becomes a red, black, and white Chicago one. So I grabbed those in a 10.5 dead stock, and then I picked these up, which I've had these before, but I actually sold them. These are the Rookie of the Years. I sold these for like fucking 280 when they first released, and I was debating keeping a pair, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. And I had a pair sitting for like a month, and then I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm just going to sell them. And now the market's at like 450 plus. So I was really happy to get my hands on a pair of these again. I kind of forget how high quality these Rookie of the Year ones are uh, because it's just like the softest fucking short new buck that I've ever felt on a retro one. And on top of that, they have like the the leather quality on this Nike Air tab on the on the tongue. It just it just fucking feels quality. And there's a little gloss over the Nike Air. Uh, and then on top of that, you get like, I don't know, I'm not really, you guys know I'm not a big fan of the tumbled leather, but it just feels like nice tumbled leather rather than cheap tumbled leather or like, I don't know, court purple tumbled leather, which isn't that bad, but I don't know. I give those, those, these rookie of the years are like a fucking nine out of 10 for me. Uh, I also picked up these Spider-Man retro ones. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about these. They have like, if you take a picture of them, they look like they're not really fucking webby, but you can see what they were going for. They have like little 3M circles on them that in the light, they look kind of cool. It's, I guess it's supposed to look like Spider-Man. They could have done a little bit of a better job, but I had to grab these because I know that the market's going to go up in these in like a year or two. I see these being like a $1,000 pair, especially like Spider-Man's never going to get old. So Spider-Man shoes should never get old. Like people are never going to get sick of those. Plus because they're red, white, and black... Everyone likes to get fucking horny for red, white, and black Jordan 1s. Um, <clears throat> and then getting into uh, June releases, I picked up these Royal Toe 1s. I'm not a big fan of these. I really fucking like, could care less about retro 1s that are like that are like black, white, and another color. I, I really try to go for like more bold retro 1s. Uh, I don't really like when they just have black, white, and then a little bit of blue. So... Uh, I kind of am looking for the Hyper Royal Retro ones, which is like they're all blue and white. So if anybody's got those, or the Game Royals, either one of those I'll take in a 10.5. If anybody's got those, let me know because I'm, I'm looking for a 10.5 brand new. But for now, these fucking Royal Toes are going to have to do. And on the last episode, I actually made a prediction on these Royal Toes. the Because before release date, like f- a few days before they released... These hit like 350 almost. I think they were like 320. And everybody was like starting to pay like 300, 350 for pre-orders. And I said on my episode of the podcast on Kicks Only 4, I said that I was like, these are going to drop. They're going to go to like 250. And I think they're going to settle around 250 to 275. And because I'm a fucking genius, uh, that's exactly what they did. These are sitting at 265 right now, right in the ballpark of what I predicted. And I do still think they're going to go up to 350, of course, but I think it'll take like six months. But as of right now, my prediction was fucking good. 
So, and the same thing with the Travis Scott's actually, I, the Travis Scott's kept getting pushed back. My original prediction was 800. And then the next month I was like, they got pushed back. I was like, I think these are going to drop a little bit because all the COVID shit was happening. So I was like, people aren't going to be spending that much money, um, but they're still going to want them. So I predicted 600 for the Travis Scott Air Max 270s and they're at actually 550, a little bit less, but there were some good fucking predictions there. Um, the other thing I predicted was that those Tyrain, the Tyrain Yeezy 500 highs, the black, dark blue, and fucking brown, ugliest shoe I've ever seen. I said that that should be a $150 shoe, and they're only going for 200 bucks, which is a little bit under retail. So fuck that shoe, and I'm very happy that last month we had a good set of predictions. I was all, I was pretty close to every single one of them. Um, so we also had this month, I'm kind of doing this a little bit late. Um, it's just, it happens to be every, like I try to do them every four episodes, but every four episodes, it's not the first of the month. Like now we're on the second weekend of the month and we're kind of going to rotate through, but I'll work with it. Um, so the retro six hairs came out and I thought these were going to be a little bit more hyped. Uh, I have pictures of them all. Every shoe I'm going to be talking out for, about from here on out, I'll have a picture on the screen behind me. So if you're watching or if you want to watch, then go fucking go to YouTube. Uh, so these Retro 6 hairs, I think they're dope. But unfortunately, this is going to be my flop of the month for June because with all the hype, there, there's been the Retro 7 hairs, which was like the original one. Then they did a Retro 1 hair, which didn't really get that much hype in the beginning. But the Retro 6s, I thought they would at least be like 3 325 but they're like a little bit over retail. They're only at 220 to 240 depending on the size. And I think this is because of the fact that they were $190 retail. I think if Retro 6s went back to like 150 retail or 160 people would like them a lot more. But because it's a Retro 6, it's not that popular. They're not that comfortable. And it's a like... $190 after tax, that's almost $220, which is what they're fucking going for. So I call it a flop because they're only going for some sizes are going for $250, $240, and that's only $20 bucks over retail. So fuck that. The Retro One World Toast, like I just showed off, uh, I, I I have nothing to say about this shoe. They're not that they're not great quality. They're average retro one quality. Uh, they're nice, you know, they're cool black and blue. If you like, if you wear if you wear black a lot, these are sick. If you wear black and white a lot, you know, they, they work. I don't really wear, like, I'm definitely more black and red than black and blue. So I go for, like, more red pairs than blue. And I don't really like royal blue. So those did great, though. Uh, 170 or 180 retail. 170 retail. And then, you know, size 10 and a half is 275. Size 9 is, like, 325. Uh, I'm sure a size seven is up there and the GS pairs re, uh, are reselling well as well because the fucking GS size seven and five and a halfs, those are going to be like four or $500 shoes in a couple years from now. So uh, those are the win of the month. If you guys got these Royal ones for, for retail, I would recommend sitting on them for a lot longer um, because that's a shoe that's definitely going to be going up there. The other pair that hasn't released yet, but these are supposed to come at the end of June. These are the green Zoom. I don't even know what the fuck these are called. Zoom Retro Ones. These are a green colorway. It looks like it's going to be some Retro 14. Do you guys remember the fucking... I don't even remember what they're called. The Ferrari 14s. The Ferrari 14s have like the, the best suede ever seen on a more 
general release retro 14 or one or three or anything. Um, so to see that suede, I think it's going to be that style suede done on this retro one because it's a more long cut suede. It's not just like a new bucky feel like you can't really see in this picture because I can't zoom in that far. But the texture like on this part and on the toe box, it's really long cut suede and it's not just like buttery like the rookie of the years. It looks like it's going to be like the retro 14. So I'm really excited to see that. I'm, I'm I love different color shit. I love to see anything different than white and black on retro ones. And even though there is white and there is black, the green is so fucking like potent on the shoe. And it's like the heart of the shoe is green. You know, the middle, the toe box, the inside. So I really like this pair a lot. I think the swoosh is going to be 3M as well. I'm not sure, but a 3M swoosh, a suede, retro one, and icy bottoms. Uh, you can't really complain. I think these should be like three, four hundred dollars right off the bat. They probably won't be because the color green is like not that hot for people. So uh, I definitely recommend buying these. I think that this is a shoe that if you buy them and you sit on for a fucking year, I think you'll double or triple your money on them. But that's just my prediction. So I'm gonna say these will probably be two fifty off release date, and I think they'll go up kind of fast. That's what I'm gonna say. I think they'll hit. 350 within three months. Now, this is a set of shoes that just got released for, I don't know if it's confirmed June or confirmed August. It's going to be within the next couple months. Um, these are like the Space Hippie line. And I'm going to read you some, some of this shit off of the website. As you can see behind me, they're all like, they all have the same, they're a similar style. They're gray. There's gray, orange, light blue, and dark gray. Uh, throughout all these shoes and there's four different models and I guess they're all like made with very organic shit um, It says here one athlete's trash is another's treasure space hippies fly knit yarns include at least 85% Poly made from recycled water bottles t-shirts and yarn scraps So they call it space junk quote-unquote, which I fucking hate that term, but um at least 85% of it is reused and recycled, which is really fucking cool to see on a shoe because I think that's kind of where we're headed with all the vegans and the clean cut and the fucking being pure people. I think we need to see more of like organic shit put into shoes because eventually people are going to start looking at retros and saying like, holy fuck, all this rubber is fucking wasted. Um, what is this like... I don't know. They're going to look at shit and complain about it. The plastic bags used for the fucking uh, lace boxes. The the boxes alone is paper. Are they recycled? Who knows? So I don't know. People are going to find shit to bitch about. So uh, I think that this the fact that they're going like 85% recycled shit is in these shoes. That's uh, a It's a great selling point. And the fact that they're all very futuristic looking. It brings a new feel to Nike shoes. Uh, we're kind of used to seeing like Air Maxes that are we've seen for the past fucking 40 years just kind of keep getting redesigned and they're very similar. We're used to seeing like big air bubbles or one and a half inch thick soles when it comes to Nikes, which we're still seeing thick soles here. But the fact that they're different, like, I don't know, they're different uh, material and they have like little strings all over them. They do have a very fucking... Uh, futuristic feel. I'm a really big fan of the, this pair behind me. This is the only high top that's in the line. Um, 
there's like a mid, there's two low tops, and then there's this one that like goes above the ankle by far. And there's this big orange strap on them that kind of hangs off. If my computer could not fucking blow right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. They got these like strings going all over them. They have this big orange strap that comes above them. I don't even think these have laces. I think you just stretch them like a sock and just pull them onto your foot. There's like two pull tabs on the back. These just look bizarre, but I fucking love them. Uh, I do wish they were black, obviously. I'm not a big gray shoe fan or orange or white or light blue. I'm not even a fan of these colors. It's just the shoe itself I think is so fucking sick and looks bizarre. Uh, but it's a lot like a Balenciaga sock mixed with a futuristic Elon Musk style fucking space boot. So I'm a big fan of these. I hope these go for a lot of money. I think these kind of remind me of those Mars yards. Uh, and I hope the market does something similar to that because I would love to pick up a shoe for a few hundred bucks and three years later have them be $2,000. Uh, so let's hope for that. I like the space. The space hippies are all sick, especially the high top pair. So for July releases, these are all rumored. I can't guarantee any of this shit. Uh, last time I did like Last time I did the April reviews, some pairs ended up getting postponed. So don't take this for fucking, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. This is just what I fucking found online. The first pair are these Lucky Green Air Jordan Retro 13s. These kind of remind me, I'm calling these the poor man's Ray Allens because if you guys know, Ray Allen had a PE um, Retro 13, which is basically just a really uh, limited Ray Allen did a limited retro 13 that was very similar as white, black, and green. Um, I think they said Ray Allen's number or something to do with Ray Allen on the tongue, but these are a poor man's Ray Allen. So I think these are going to be, I think they'll sell out within like a week or two. I don't think people are going to be all over them, but over time, I think it's a really clean colorway. And uh, I just think it's it's a good shoe to buy. If you're a consumer, if you just like Retro 13s, I think these are sick. I don't think they're a great shoe for a reseller, but that's supposed to be the first week of July. Um, and then we got the Light Smoke Jordan 1s. These are kind of copying the same style that uh, fucking Union LA did with Retro 1s, where it's like the top half is a different color and then the bottom half is a different color. Um, so you can see like the heel part right here is red, uh, as you can see in the picture behind me. And then the whole bottom of the shoe is gray, black, and white. It's clean, but I just don't think it's going to win over people. I don't think people are going to see that and think that it's like a shoe worth buying. Uh, I would predict that these are low in the beginning and they don't take, I, I would say people don't realize that they want to buy these uh, for like a year after release. These should be like 220, 230, uh, right off the bat, and they should sit around there for a while. That's my prediction, at least. I'm not a big fan of these. Again, uh, I, I like the idea, but Union did it already, and now seeing that Jordan's trying to like duplicate that, and they're not doing a great job because the colors aren't even that clean together, like red and gray. Red and light gray, it's not. It's not just not that clean. So I think people are going to wait to get the Union pairs and kind of say fuck you to these because that's what I'm doing. Uh, the next one is a Bloodline 2.0. So if you guys remember the Bloodline Retro 1s, that was the all black 
retro one it was like all black and white and then they had a very little red trim around like everything around the heel around the swoosh around the toe cap around everything there was just a little black out or a little red outline people didn't really like them uh market's still not that high they're like 220 um and then this is the same thing except they're all red and white with a black trim and then the black swoosh which okay basically looks like a fucking chicago one like do you see how similar these two look? The one in my hand is Chicago One colorway, except it's the Spider-Man version. And the one on the screen is the Bloodline 2.0s. I personally am really over it. I'm really over Chicago colorways being named different things and having a slight difference than the Chicago's. Um, the Spider-Mans, they're Spider-Man. They're 3M all over. The tongue is blue and red. Uh, the fucking insole is blue. There's at least some cool shit that's like a little bit Spider-Man style. Um, and the the swoosh is actually like this rubbery... I don't know. There's little details on the Spider-Mans which won me over on them. But for these, I know that they're going to be shit quality. And I know that they're just a sh like a cheap Chicago. So... I don't like these. I think these should stay under 250 for a while. I don't think I'd recommend buying them to resell. And uh, that's about it. Now, another pair in, in July. July's pretty hot with like cheaper releases. If you got two to 300 bucks to spend, July is going to treat you well. Um, there's also these Yeezy MNVN bones. I love the shoe. I love the nylon. I love the 3M. They're very different. They feel unique. And when you like hold them compared to like, tumble leather or hard leather or prime knit feeling nylon like wrapped around a shoe that's almost like stretchy uh or spandex i don't even know what the fuck they are but feeling that material it's refreshing because it, it's at least new um and the fact that there's no laces that the laces are just like meant they're like fucking glued together you can't undo the laces even though it's weird i like it um and these are are already only at like 350 to 400 and retail is going to be 220 so they're kind of holding up they're about to release people are already getting early pairs i think these come out the second week of july so not really about to release but they're coming in a month but when it's a month and people already have early pairs and they're only at 400 which is double retail i think when these release they'll be 300 range um still above retail which is good but it's not huge over retail. I would recommend going for these though. Uh, 220 for a Yeezy that's white, black, and and has 3M on them. Usually those are known to do pretty fucking good. Um, so yeah, I, I would go for these. If you pay 250 or under, I'd go for them. Otherwise, I don't think they're gonna go over 300 for a while. So I would uh I would get those if you want to fucking shoot a rock. Now this here this Yeezy. I have a lot to fucking say about these, okay? These are the Xeon Yeezy V2s. They're black, white, and gray. Uh, the whole entire upper of the shoe is gray. The stripe is black and 3M. Uh, and then the sole is white. And then there's like a, not gum, but like an off-white bottom. Uh, I think that if this shoe released two years ago, it would be a $900 shoe. Like, I think this would be one of the top... Uh, Yeezy V2s ever to release, but because this is such a, okay, here's why I'm saying this is because when you release fucking Beluga Ones, 
the Black Friday pack, which is the red stripe, the green stripe, and the Oreo, and then the fucking all-black pair. That's kind of like your core Yeezys. Like, these are the core V2s, the Black Fridays, and the Belugas. There was one more. And the fucking, I don't know. That That's kind of the core four right there. Then there was the creams, which is like, okay, all white. And then the black non-reflectives, all black. And then there was the butters, the citrons, the Lundmarks, the fucking so many different colors. The Yeet Shields, the Yeez Reels, the fucking Frozen Yellows, the Zebras. Like, there were so many that... Uh, and the blue tints and the Beluga 2.0s and the fucking other gray pair and the linens. There's so many that people just started getting over the V2 in general. Like now people are like, okay, fuck, everyone's got V2s. I don't even want them unless it's a super limited pair. And even then I'm not even seeing people rock Belugas a lot anymore. I'm seeing more people sell V2s than ever. So, um, and it's because the market got so fucking overwhelmed with V2s that people are just over them. And now any V2 that comes in, even if it's a sick colorway, the all blacks should have been a six, seven, eight hundred dollar shoe. But because people were over it, they only are four, five hundred bucks. But like all black Yeezys originally were pirate blacks, the fucking boots. Um, what was the other one? Utility? No, utilities weren't after. I don't know. Pirate black or the, the pirate blacks were a fucking sixteen hundred dollar shoe. All black Yeezys were the shit, and V 2s ruined that. Um, and finding like normal colorways like gray, black, and white on a Yeezy is really fucking rare because if you look at that, that's the turtle doves and the fucking the the original Yeezy boot that like seven fifty or whatever it was. Um, those are the only gray, black, and white Yeezys really, other than. Like, because other pairs you just get mixed in, like, green or yellow or whatever. And the zebras don't count because those have red on them. So, seeing gray, black, and white on a Yeezy should be a six, seven, nine thousand dollar shoe. Um, but, again, I'm, it sucks because I, I, it's, I'm happy because as a consumer, I get to buy these probably around 350 bucks, And I'm going to rock the shit out of them. These are one of my favorite colorways of all time. I think they're so clean. But it just sucks that like there's not that hype because if there was the hype behind it, I would be even more intrigued and I would, I would be more interested in wearing them because if I wear a shoe that's 350 bucks, it's just kind of a normal shoe to me. And that's not because I'm like some high roller. It's just because I know that I've worn $800 shoes or $1,000 shoes that I really feel like I'm flexing when I go out. So this pair, it's like, I wish I could feel both. I wish I could be like, nobody's got these and they're a sick colorway because that's what old Yeezy vibes brought. New Yeezy vibes is everyone's got V2s. I don't really care. I guess I'll grab them. Maybe I won't. Um, yeah, so right now sizes, like most average sizes, 9.5 to 13, they're only like 350 range. So I don't see these like skyrocketing after release. I think they're going to stay 300 to 350 uh, within the first month of release. After a while, I hope these go up. But again, I don't know with V2s because they might just keep re-releasing them like they did with fucking zebras and frozen yellows and all those colorways. So I guess we'll just fucking see. But I would say my favorite shoe of July is this, the Yeezy Xeon. Um, I, I just think they're so fucking clean. You can't beat gray and black on a, on a Yeezy. You can't beat it. 
in my opinion. It just reminds me of turtle doves. It reminds me of the old Yeezy days when I actually liked them a lot. Um, and this colorway is sick. The black stripe is dope. So uh, those are my favorite of the month. Now, my prediction of a flop, I, I actually think that this is, even though these are my favorite, I think these are the flop of the month. Because of that, that story I just explained that these should have been an $800 shoe or a $900 shoe, um, even though they're still going to go above retail, I think it's a flop because if Yeezy would have done fucking V2s better and not made so many of them, this would be a shoe that was highly fucking wanted and the demand would easily outweigh the fucking people selling. So I think these are the flop of the month, but also my favorite of the month. And then my prediction for the highest this month is... Um, Man, I don't know, because we got these Yeezy, or this Off-White Retro 4 coming out, that's, they're called the Sails, or at least that's what they're called so far. It's like a cream color throughout the whole entire shoe, but there's not a lot of, like, destruction going on. They say air on them, the, the cage is, like, a little bit clearer than normal, and the back tab of the Nike, like, the Nike Air is clear, which you don't really see that, and it is cool, but uh, they're not, like destroyed or anything like the retro ones so i actually don't really like these that much um i don't know they're very basic the fucking from from the pictures that i'm seeing it's hard to see them behind me because i don't really know what the fuck i'm doing when it comes to pictures but um yeah i just i don't know i don't think these are that great i think these are gonna be forgotten about and they're women's so Men that are size 12, 13, 14, I don't even think you're going to be able to get these because I think the highest is going to be a size 12. Maybe a size 13 women will come out, but I think these are going to be four or 500 bucks. Um, and maybe the high size will be 600 for like a 12. But my prediction is four or $500 for these. And then if the last pair of the month that I want to go over is the Strawberry Cough Nike SBs. So these were supposed to be a 420 release, and then they were like 427, and then they were May, and now they're pushed back until summer 2020, which hopefully people are expecting them at the end of July. Um, Strawberry Cough is supposed to be like a strain of fucking weed or some shit. I don't really know a lot about it. All I know is that this is a perfect stoner shoe and they're extremely vibrant, which Nike SB happens to crush every time they come out with a vibrant shoe or like a new colorway. They're very good at, at getting people's attention. Like this shoe screams fucking like it just, it just screams on its own. Um, I like that the red, that red leather, it looks like there's like these like pimples on the whole thing kind of like how a strawberry has like those little dots all over it it looks like they're trying to recreate that and i think it's going to be like a pleated leather which i'm excited to see how that looks and the back looks like there's one like very soft it looks like velvet on the heel and then it looks like suede throughout the rest of the swoosh and then the rest of like the mid sole so those look sick um I'm sure people are going to fucking eat these up. The icy bottom as well. Like, they're just dope. You can tell that these are going to be quality. And with Nike SBs, they're usually pretty hyped anyways. But the fact that these were supposed to be a 420 release, then May, and now they're pushed back to summer, I think that's only been driving demand up. Whereas sometimes with Jordans, people just give up on them. Nike SBs, people don't fucking care. People want them more. 
So I think these are going to be the highest of the month because uh, I think these are going to be like fucking five, six hundred bucks, and I think they're going to go up fast. If they're if these are four hundred dollars or under, you could guarantee I'm going to be buying them because at that point I got to start getting into fucking Nike SBs because I know these are going to be worth a lot. Um, and that's it. So. Yeah, so this is, okay, a little backstory with the Strawberry Coughs. It says, designed by artist Todd Brutrude, who also worked on the classic Skunk Dunks and the White Widow, which the Skunk ones are fucking insane. So knowing that he designed these probably adds a little bit more of, like, I want these. I, I still stand by this. Retro ones are by far the better shoe when it comes to Retro ones or Nike SPs. And if anybody wants to fucking argue that on me. I would love to hear why you think the SBs are better. Um, I've worn both. I just think that the ones are a lot more comfortable. They're a lot more durable. And because they use the kind of the same leather every shoe, I never really worry about like they're not going to be clean or they're going to get ruined. Whereas Stra or Nike SBs in general, they always have like suede or they always have a different style of material, which then I worry about wearing them because I don't want to fucking ruin the material. Um, and I just think that that shoe is very thick. That shoe reminds me of a fucking Osiris, kind of. If you guys don't know what Osiris's are, they're a very bulky, like, skate shoe that people used to wear, which I guess, I don't know, it makes sense, but... Yeah, these look really fucking sick. These are, like, like a centimeter long suede. Like, you could see in this picture behind me, like, look at how long that shit is. I don't know. Those are going to be really sick. I can't wait to see those in person. Um, so that's kind of it with my predictions. Uh, I can't wait to see these fucking... I'm going to try to get at least two out of the four space hippies. These might be really expensive. I don't know. Uh, my prediction for highest of July is either the space hippie 3.0s, which is the high top, or the Nike SB Dunks, if those release. Um, if neither one of them release and they both get pushed back, then I'm going with the off-white fours just because they're off-whites. Um, but also last thing, last thought is with off-whites being like obviously very popular and all this Black Lives Matter stuff going on, um, Virgil Abloh donated $50, okay, to Black Lives Matter or to one of the uh, defunding police website. So he donated $50 to something and he screenshotted and posted on his Instagram story. Now Virgil Abloh is a fucking designer for Louis Vuitton and all of his shoes when he did with, when he was working with Off-White, I don't even know if he's, I'm sure he still has ownership in Off-White, but his shit is expensive as fuck regardless. Off-White t-shirts used to retail at like 290 to 300 or more, or 400 for a fucking t-shirt, okay? And this guy is designing them and has some, I'm sure has something to do with the price. So when you're listing shirts, t-shirts for three, $400 on your website, and and I mean, you're a designer, obviously, it's like, I'm not judging that. But when you, when people know that you have millions and millions and millions of dollars, um, and you're not really doing anything for the people because it's not like you're lowering your prices so they're affordable for everyone. You're keeping your ground of, I'm making an expensive brand and only fucking high rollers can buy it. And then during a fucking extremely fucked up year that we've had of uh, police brutality and racism and all this shit going on, 
you as this multimillionaire, you donate 50 bucks and you post it on your Instagram story. That, in my opinion, is really shitty. Like I, I kind of boast about, I'm not having money, but having shoes and having fucking celebrity meetups, all this shit. And I donated more than this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, I just hate that. If I had millions of dollars, I would donate a million dollars at least. If I have 80 million net worth and all this shit's going on and everyone knows that Angelo owns a high-end fucking whatever, like a high-end brand that he charges a lot of money, I know that I need to donate a lot because not only for everyone else to understand that I'm giving a good chunk of my money and you should too, but for the fact that like, I'm not a stingy fucking piece of shit. I don't like, if it's one 80th of my net worth, I'm happy to give it to like people that deserve it. This fucking $50, let's do a quick math. Let's have a quick math equation here. Let's say, I'm gonna do this actually accurately. Virgil Abloh, net worth. We're gonna do this live. Um, okay, three million is definitely not his net worth. Okay, Virgil Abloh's net worth estimated. Where the fuck is it? It says as of nineteen, as of two thousand nineteen, it's three million. There's absolutely no way. Okay, twenty nineteen, a high of fourteen million. Is there any twenty twenties? Okay, this is fucking wrong too. Okay. 14 million was their high in 2019. 2020, let's just say it's $20 million, okay? Now let's get out my little fucking calculator here. 20 million, how many zeros is in 20 million? Um, six would be two, okay. 20 million divided by, so it's 50 divided by 20 million. I don't know if I'm fucking doing this right. It's like 0.0000002% of his net worth, okay? It's not even 0.01% of his net worth. Meaning like a net worth is kind of what you own. It's like all of your um, assets. It's like your house, your car, your fucking brand and all that shit. But let's say he's got fucking 5 million in the bank, which I'm sure is way less than reality. But even if he's got five million in the bank, you don't even take one hundredth of that. He took like one ten thousandth of his bank account and donated. Virgil Abloh giving fifty dollars is like me giving one quarter. That's like me giving a quarter to Black Lives Matter and then posting it. People would think that's so fucking disrespectful that I would actually probably look like a racist saying like "fuck you guys," like "here's a quarter, fuck off." Like that's how disrespectful it would be if a normal person did a 25 cent donation. So my point is, I think people are mad at Virgil right now. And even though he's not, he might not be with Off-White anymore, uh, people kind of still tie Off-White to Virgil Abloh. So I don't even know if he is. I might be wrong. I really don't know. Um, but I would say that these might go for substantially less money, the fours, because people think he's a shittier person now and kind of see that like, that wasn't really cool of you to do. So those are my predictions. That's my favorites of the month and my least favorites, my flops. I can't wait to get these Zeons in hand. Uh, for kicks, 
only episode six. Let me know which one of these shoes you guys want to see. If you want me to do an in-hand review of the Bloodlines or the, the Light Smokes or the Retro 13s or the fucking Yeezy Bones or the Zeons I'm going to have for sure, uh, or even the Off-Whites, like let me know what you guys want to see and I'll have them next episode. Uh, until then, have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next month for episode six.